The Stars are back home after their road trip, being shut out by the Canucks and have to take on the Boston Bruins tonight. And now they have to handle the possibility of being without Matthew Shane. Let's talk about it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe, never miss an episode. Thank you so much for making us your first listen and making us a part of your day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend, even though the Dallas Stars were shut out by the Vancouver Canucks by a final score of two to nothing. The first time the Stars have been shut out this season, and they ran into another very hot goaltender, as well as a hot goaltender that plays very, very well against the Dallas Stars. Demko was six and oh coming into the contest against the Stars in his career. And he's stolen a lot of games from the Dallas Stars in the past few seasons. And he did it again. A 930 save percentage, 2.17 goals against average. And he averages about 28 saves a game in those six contests coming in to Saturday night's game. And of course, he had a 20 save shutout and a 27 save shutout and was able to handle the Dallas Stars. You had many opportunities to score and just could not get it done. And sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. We'll jump into that, but the Stars have to uh, forget about that one because they got the Boston Bruins coming to town who are off to another racing start like they were a season to go and we'll do that in just a moment but today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off your first purchase so let's get into this vancouver connects game a bit as the stars took four out of six in their western canada road trip big back-to-back wins against calgary and then edmonton a chance to really make it a great trip against Vancouver and they played very well. Uh, This was one of the games where you kind of just got out goalied, right? Uh, Otter was phenomenal to himself. Uh, It was a great goaltending matchup between him and Demko. Uh, Otter ended up finishing, I believe with uh, 26 saves and he was really special too in the game. He made a couple of uh, phenomenal stops. I mean, taking a look at some of the the danger, the high danger stops he made. Uh, Ottinger made four in the contest, uh, and Demko ended up making seven. So there was a lot of quality looks for both sides. And Demko's glove save on Johnston on the power play was larceny. Uh, no other way to put it. Uh, just complete robbery. And Pete DeBoer mentioned it after the game. If that one goes, it's the first goal of the game. And maybe it's a different outcome because the first goal was going to matter so much because both these netminders were not going to give up much. And I think the Stars would have liked to have a few more high-quality chances in the game, especially late on their six-on-five. They did not get much interior. And a lot of that's credit to Vancouver. They did 
very well in front of Demko. Uh, the starters were not able to get a ton of you know deflections, tips that they were looking for, especially on their power play, which continues to struggle. The first two were pretty fine. Uh, for the Stars, in terms uh, of quality zone time, they won their faceoffs, which has been a semi-issue for them uh, in the O-zone, and they got some looks. Demko just made every stop he needed when they finally you know, worked the puck into an area uh, where they wanted to. Uh, the third power play was just atrocious. <laughs> Could never get in. Uh, the entries were bad. A lot of flat-foots, uh, flat-footed stars at the blue line and they were never able to get anything going. But the power play could have been a great equalizer in the contest. Unfortunate, Demko was just really, really good. Uh, penalty kill continues to be phenomenal. Uh, if there's another silver lining to the special teams play, is uh, on the road, the Stars have only given up the one power play goal. Uh, they're clicking right now at 94%, uh, which is pretty spectacular. And uh, a lot of it was Otter yesterday. Uh, but also a host of stars doing a phenomenal job uh, as well, getting in shooting lanes, especially off of face-offs. They lost a few right away, and the Canucks were looking to, you know, go downhill and get a shot at Ottinger. Rope had a few couple, uh, a few big blocks. Uh, Thomas Harley, who had to step up and kill some penalty, he was really good. He ended up having four block shots in the game, and uh, he made a couple of nice plays. And taking a look at some of the power play ice time, which was pretty absurd because, of course, they had so much time. It was kind of a penalty fest in the first uh, two games. But uh, taking a look at the PK numbers, Hockenpah had over seven minutes. So did Lindell. Uh, Delandry and Steele uh, both played around four minutes. So a big shout-out to the penalty killers getting the job done. And uh, against a, an opponent that was coming in very hot, they were around 35% for the year so far. So right now, the penalty kill has not been the issue. They just need to find something on the power play. Just has not really been there. But it was a fast, pacey game. Uh, and, you know, the Canucks were kind of high-flying coming in, and, and the Stars were just unable to beat Dimco <laughs> in the contest. Uh, and they had a couple of a good looks. Unfortunately, the goals they gave up, one was a broken play. Uh, Johnson had the turnover at the blue line. Hastings gets a stick on the pass, and then their other suitor jumps on the loose puck in the slot and is able to beat him. Uh, and then the, the second goal they give up, it's another one of the backhand weak plays from Suter where he throws it around the net, and Vancouver ends up going to work off of that. Beautiful seam pass to Elias Pettersson, and he makes no mistake of it. Uh, you give Pedersen a look like that, it's going to be in your net 10 times out of 10, and he buried it, and the Stars were just not able to produce enough. A good start for Dallas, too. They got to their game rather quickly, which is another issue that we've touched on. The, the second period was just the period that uh, where Vancouver kind of dominated or at least forced the issue for a solid 12-minute stretch. They ended up outshooting the Stars 14-5 to in the period. And uh, they were very physical, too. That was something uh, I noticed. They were really keen on taking the body. I, I mean, Miro got crunched three or four times in the game, and that never happens And by a couple of big bodies. And and uh, Tyler Myers, uh, Duchesne left after a big hit in the second period 
from Ian Cole. Stars PR said during the game they expected him to be back. He never came back, so the Stars had to shuffle lines around, and now you have to deal with the possibility of being without Duchesne. I'm not very concerned about it, but uh, it is a situation to keep an eye on. He's been very dynamic, and he's made that third line very capable and very productive so far this season. And without him, that's another piece you're missing. Uh, And now you're going to have to jumble the lines uh, a bit more. Fortunately, you can probably just keep the top line together. And now you're thinking you probably just moved to Landry up with uh, Marchment and Sagan. Uh, You know, now now you have some some options uh, that, that you have to, to at least think about uh, DeBoer didn't give an update. I'm sure we'll get one here at some point later on this morning, uh, but it didn't seem too concerned about it, which is good news, but it, it's a possibility. You have to think about it uh, because um, he's a very talented guy and he's been arguably one of your best forwards uh, this season. Um, and he was playing very well last night uh, before he got blown up. And they were very, very physical on the night. Uh, Miro ended up playing 26 minutes. Uh, Pavelski ended up having a pretty good night himself. Uh, He had four scoring chances alone. Uh, Unfortunately, unable to bury him. The Stars had a couple of great looks in front, too. I mean, the shorthanded situation with Steele and Delandria trying to bludgeon one home. And Demko just gets the right pad on it as Delandria couldn't elevate in tight enough. Uh, that's another one that comes to mind. I think it was in the second period uh, when the Stars were on the kill. Uh, I think it was a late chance and just unable to solve Demko. But a, a well-played game, a great road trip nonetheless. You take four out of six, you're going to take that more times than not. Uh, now you got a big one at home against the Boston Bruins who come to town uh, who are just coming off their first regulation loss of the season, 11 games in to their campaign. So a big one tonight and a fun one. Always, it just feels big, right? When, when the Bruins come to town, I mentioned it when the Maple Leafs were in town, these, these contests feel a bit bigger, which is exciting. So let's go ahead, jump in, preview these Boston Bruins. And uh, we'll talk a bit more about this matchup tonight at the AAC in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is obsessed with getting you tickets to their desired event. Even after an hour it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, which is a bit over now, but that's okay. Concerts, comedy, theater, anything you think you can get tickets to. And with zone deals, you pick the section Game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings and game time guarantee means you'll get the best price. Always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. I understand stars fans and anybody else that's gone to a game. You want to get good seats last minute and you want to make sure your views not obstructed. Cause we've all, we've all bought tickets before next thing you know, there's a pull on your way and you're like, what is this? I, I would like to watch the game, please. I wouldn't have bought these if I known this was the view I was going to get. And Game Time takes all that guesswork out, which is phenomenal. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NHL L O C K E D O N NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
already back here on Locked On Stars. want to thank everybody for joining me on this Monday morning. November 6th, October flew by into the second month of the season now. By the way, big shout out to all you Stars fans out there and Locked On Stars podcast listeners. We have reached 2,000 subscribers, which is awesome. I know I've been here for a cup of coffee. I haven't been here for many of those, but very, very exciting. So thank you guys so much and appreciate all the love. 2,000 subscribers is amazing. And we're continuing to grow this community and we're going to have a fantastic year. Stars are off to a great, great start. Even though they were shut out, we still have to praise the great work They've had seven, two, and one. First in the Central Division, baby. Your first place, Dallas Stars, just a point ahead of the Colorado Avalanche. You lost a couple nights ago against Vegas, and Vegas is a wagon, folks. They're a wagon. <sighs> the West is going to roll through Vegas once again, which I do not enjoy saying, but they are very, very good. Okay, let's dig into this Boston Bruins team who is off and running had an historic season of course last year and they're following it up once again 9-1 and 1 they just lost to Detroit 5 to 4 so they're finally off in the regulation they're coming off a regulation loss is how I'm going to put that. That was not very eloquent. Forgive me. But they're first in the Atlantic Division, and you got head coach Jim Montgomery coming back to town. So a reunion of sorts. And it's still kind of your old horses, right? Of course, Patrice Bergeron retired in the offseason. But no worries. His two line mates, David Pasternak and Brad Marchand are carrying the load. Pasternak already with 16 points in his first 11 games. Marchand, the little rat, already with 10 points as well. And uh, they're very good. But what's really been the most impressive is their net minding. And they have two of the best already this season. And they split time. They're truly kind of uh, replaceable starts, interchangeable parts, I should say. Uh, Swayman will probably get the start. Olmark went. Uh, out last time against Detroit, uh, and the Bruins kind of uh, kind of choked that one away to some degree. They were up three to two heading into the period. They ended up giving up three straight to Detroit uh, and lost. Olmark made thirty five of forty saves, but Swayman has made five starts this year. He's five and zero, oh, one point three eight goals against average, and a nine fifty four save percentage. So very similar numbers. To Otter, but actually a bit better. Otter's at 938, 1.97. I would expect Otter to go tonight uh, against the Bruins as well. But Swayman has been spectacular, and uh, the Bruins' net minding in general has been really, really good. So uh, it's a good team coming in. The Stars will certainly have their hands full. They're only giving up 1.91 goals per game in their first 11, which is uh by far and away first place in the National Hockey League. The power play hasn't been all that great, just 16%. Uh penalty kills been very good, 93%. Uh and Charlie McAvoy is a, a guy to look out for. You got two young defensemen and him and Miro. Uh McAvoy with eight points in his first nine games dealing with some injuries. But Jan's uh James Van Reensdyke 
as there are some other guys to look out for. They uh, have uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, and they're a bit beat up as well uh, on the back end. You have uh, Forber, who's still out. Uh, Grizzlick is a, is a guy that's uh, on their defense uh, that played a lot of minutes last year. And he's uh, still out. So they're dealing with a few bumps and bruises, as everybody is at this time. Radic Foxa has been out for the last few games now for the Stars. And hasn't really seen a, a huge effect <laughs> in the Stars play, to completely, to be completely honest. Uh, but, you know, you are missing a very quality penalty killer. Foxa wins face-offs. Uh, you know, he, he's not the offensive, uh, you know, talent that you would hope to have on a nightly basis. But... You know, still still a quality guy. I mean, he wins 57% of his face-offs, still did not have a point in the first seven games. But the fourth line has still been very productive. Craig Smith has been a great addition. Maybe the most underrated addition of the whole offseason. Of course, Matthew Shane has been spectacular, and hopefully he returns. But Craig Smith has uh, provided uh, just a, almost a missing element of that fourth-line style but is constantly creating chances. He does not play a lot because he's not going to play special teams. And in the game against Vancouver, when there was, you know, well over 20 minutes of of penalties uh, or or whatever it was, there was a lot of special teams play. He's not going to play as much. Yeah, he's going to kill a few penalties, but, you know, he's not going to be out there on the power play. So he has to sit for uh, some long stretches uh, but he just provides a, a nice element. So Boston is rolling once again coming into this year. Stars will have their hands full, averaging about 31%, or not 31%, excuse me, 31 shots per game. It's another team that's always historically just up in the face-off ranks. And these are two teams that have historically in you know the past five years or so are in the conversation for best defensive team out there. Uh, the Stars have... Always been second, it feels like, to Boston (laughs) in terms of goals against average and just being a a great lockdown defensive team in general. It helps when they have great net mining and so do the Stars. So I I think very similar teams and very similar makeups. uh, And this will be a very intriguing intriguing game tonight at the American Airlines Center. So anybody that's going, please... uh, let me know your predictions. Uh, give me your comments uh, for tonight's game. Uh, Jim Montgomery returning, so a little bit of a reunion there. Of course, was at the helm for the Stars uh, for not very long as well. But uh, big one tonight. Dallas looking to bounce back with a win. Another busy week and another quality opponent here on a Monday before they have to head back on a road trip here rather shortly. But uh, if you can pick up two points here, that would be huge uh, against a quality Bruins team and continue to pick them up. Uh, the Stars have probably not played a fully complete game yet, but it's becoming more consistent, which is a good sign. And we're seeing that game after game. They're starting to find the flow and their rhythm. And uh, they're, they're working through the kinks. And the most important thing is, even while working out these kinks, and figuring out who they are, they're picking up points, and they're first in the Central Division. Not every team can say that, case in point, the Edmonton Oilers. (laughs) All right, keys to the game, and we'll get into the shooting start next here on Locked on Stars. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by 
FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Stars fans, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time. It's such an easy app to use. And with the NFL ramping up now as well, and you can play the NHL, college football, NBA, if you're a Mavs fan, if you're a Texas A&M Longhorns fan, okay, anything, you can bet using FanDuel. It doesn't just have to be the NFL, even though the Cowboys almost pulled it off. They almost did it in Philly on Sunday Oh, they came right down to the wire. But let me tell you about more about this FanDuel. All the wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders. All you got to do is pick a game. Hey, take the over, okay? Uh, life's no fun if you're not betting the over, right? So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Alrighty, let's wrap up today's episode of Locked on Stars. Once again, thank you so much for all your feedback and love and support over these past few months. Uh, I'm truly very, very grateful. It's uh, been a lot of fun so far, and we're still during the infancy of this season, and uh, I'm having a lot of good feelings about this Stars team. It's been a, a lot of fun to watch. And with the new additions they've made and just seeing them have an impact right away, like Matt Duchesne uh, and, of course, Craig Smith. And now we got these young guys that are coming up. And by the way, Logan Stankoven and Maverick Bork are tearing it up in the AHL. It's just a matter of time before these cats get called up. They are destroying it. And if you remember me saying I was a proponent of having them start in the AHL, let them you, you know, maybe just take over and we'll bring him up at some point. Uh, look, these two guys may be very, very effective come playoff time. <laughs> these are guys you have to, to look out for. And uh, they, they are are absolutely killing it. I'll, I'll have to sometime this week, so be on the lookout. I'll, I'll kind of do a full breakdown maybe of Texas and just Stan Coven and, and Bork in general because – They've been having a great, great start to their year, which is even almost more exciting for the possibility and future of this Dallas Stars team. But let's talk about some of the keys to the game against this Bruins squad. And I'm going to start here when the, the shots on goal battle. Stars have been kind of out in that recently and DeBoer has always had the characteristics of being a, a high volume shooting team and it hasn't quite come to fruition it feels like this season yet I think it'll be very very important for the stars to score or not to, to score obviously score but to have more shots on goal than the Bruins make Swayman or Olmark, whoever it is. I believe it's going to be Swayman work really, really hard tonight. Come after him right away, outshoot the Bruins in the first period. And I think that's going to shet, uh, set you up for success going forward. Uh, that's a, a thing that has not quite happened uh, yet. And I think they need to get a bit more volume, get a bit more interior and uh, make the netminders life uh, a a lot more difficult. So win the shots on goal battle because Boston has only given up 21 goals so far on the season, just 21, which of course is first 
in the National Hockey League. So the Stars are going to struggle probably to find great A looks consistently in the game tonight, and hopefully they can limit the Bruins. Uh, two, a pretty obvious but an important one, turnovers. It came back to haunt them against Vancouver. Yes, they got out goalied, but there was a few turnovers that allowed the Canucks to get in on the forecheck and go to work and score. You cannot give this team free reign coming down to your own net. You got to limit the odd man rushes, limit the turnovers, especially at the Bruins blue line with guys like Pasternak and Marchand. They were going to make you pay 95% of the time. They're just too talented. And uh, we know with Monty too, uh, his type of game is, is off the rush. He wants to counter and uh, you know, that with the defense they have, they're going to move the buck up the ice quickly and they're going to come downhill at you, and they're going to get their fair share of looks. Otter's going to have to be sharp, and, and so will the Stars' defense. I'm, I'm excited to see the Stars' young defense like Harley and Lundquist, how they look against a very veteran squad in Boston, too. Uh, this is probably the most veteran squad the Stars have seen. Uh, Vancouver gave them their toughest test on Saturday, and, and nobody really looked out of sorts, which is a good sign, but uh, this Boston team has some years under their belt. I think this is a great challenge for uh, some of the young guys like Harley and Lundquist who are, are having great years so far. Uh, and, and hopefully they, they look like they belong, you know, like, like they take a step up and Harley's looked fantastic so far. <laughs> I've been very, very high praise on Mr. Harley, uh, but the stars are going to have to find their offense in this one. That's for sure. Uh, you're you're going to have to get numbers towards the net. You're going to have to take eyes away, get your deflections, and hopefully the power play catches. You got to win the special teams battle. It, it, we've been harping on it all year. It, it it needs to cash in at some point. Too many good players. Uh, something has to change. Get the puck up top from Miro and start whistling rubber towards Swayman or Oldmark. Make it simple. Get bodies in front. Get it past the first layer of defense and go to work that way. Create rebounds, right? It's going to have to be dirty sometimes. Uh, they're taking Robo away, right? He, he's not going to get the opportunities. Unless they're going to move him around and get him to different areas, he's not going to get to sit there and fire from the right-wing circle. Teams are going to say, no, somebody else has to beat us. And right now, somebody has, else has not beat them yet. Got to change it up. Let's get it rolling again, okay? <laughs> the personnel's too good for it not uh, to be cashing in because it's a difference maker. And in these games where you're down by one or two and you get that power play at the beginning of the third period, you, you got to score that goal. And they haven't quite gotten that. Uh, and, and hopefully it, it turns around this week. Maybe for some reason after the road trip, they come home and they're able to, to bury one here tonight against the Boston Bruins. Alrighty. Should be a phenomenal night. Let's go ahead and get your shooting start as well. I have a fun one. I think. Tyler Sagan <laughs> maybe obvious, but I like Tyler Sagan, of course, going up against his former team. He's always been very good against the Bruins in past. Remember that hat trick he had years ago. Oh, that was spectacular uh, in Boston too. give me Tyler Sagan. He has not lit the lamp as much so far to begin the year, but he's been very, very good. Only one goal on the season, four points just feels like a big night for Mr. Sagan against his former club and leads them to a victory. That's my shooting star for tonight. Give me segs and let's go get a win here tonight on home ice and we'll head on the road once again. Alrighty. Thank you so much once again for joining me here on locked on stars. Be sure to subscribe 2000 subscribers, ladies and gentlemen, let's 
go, baby. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. As always, appreciate your support. Please let me know the feedback in the comments, your observations, and give me your shooting star picks for tonight. What's your prediction for the Stars versus the Bruins? Should be a wonderful matchup on this Monday night. Hopefully you enjoy your rest of your day and enjoy the hockey game tonight. So that'll do it for myself. And until tomorrow, so long, Stars fans.